Hello, everyone, and welcome to a uh, quickie with Dan on Dudes Who Like Movies. Um, as you all know, uh, for anyone who's been following the podcast, last night uh, we uploaded a review of 1917 that Alec did, and he did a great job. And um, I think you know, we want to try to put out some more content for you guys. Um, you know, those who have been listening, we really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I was working a job where I was, you know, busy most of the time, and I didn't have to, you know, my, our schedules didn't line up. Uh, but now we have some more time. I'm not working that job anymore. Um, <clears throat> and we're going to try to do some more stuff. Um, you know, quick reviews, uh, other stuff coming up. Also, we officially, uh, an announcement, are making Dylan and Grace part of the Dudes Who Like Movies official team. So it'll be me, Alec, are uh, the main hosts with our featured guests, our, our you know, featured uh, associates, Dylan and Grace. So yeah, let them know. Give them some love. Um, anyway... So I just wanted to real quick give a, a quickie review of The Irishman uh, that was on Netflix, directed by Martin Scorsese. So, it real quick, I, I saw it um, probably like, I don't know, a, over a month ago, and I've kind of just been thinking about it. I didn't want to do a review right away. I've been wanting to maybe like do it with Alec, but um, now I... I liked it, but I found it a little disappointing, and I'll, I'll explain why. So... Basically, it's it's the the idea of the Irishman is that it's told from Robert De Niro's point of view. He plays I want to say his name's Frank, the the actual Irishman. Sheer I I could I'm probably butchering the name, but I believe his name's Frank. Um, it details his life when he starts out as a meat delivery driver, and then he meets Joe Pesci, who's part of the mafia. I think his name's Ruffle, Russell Buffalino or something. Anyway, I, he joins this uh, family. And he starts doing jobs for them, and he becomes their hitman. And that's basically the story. Well, then, also, they get involved with Jimmy Hoffa, played by Al Pacino. And Al Pacino, or Jimmy Hoffa, you know, he was the uh, head of the biggest labor union in the country back at the time. This takes place in the 50s, 60s, and I think 70s. You know, it's one of those period pieces. Um, and eventually, Hoffa gets a little too big for his britches, and, you know, spoiler alert, uh, it's been out for a while, so I don't feel bad about spoiling it, but spoiler alert, you know, they have uh, Robert De Niro kill Jimmy Hoffa at the end of the movie, and it's kind of just him reminiscing about his life up, you know, that whole point. Um, so I guess the good things that I liked about the movie, the performances are pretty good, you know, everyone gives it their all, it's got, you know, the direction is good, um... Obviously, it's Scorsese. He's not going to turn out a bad movie. He's never put out a bad movie, in my opinion. And then uh, Robert De Niro did good. Al Pacino did good. I liked, what's his name? Ray Romano played, I believe it was Joe Pesci's nephew or something. He plays he plays uh, Robert De Niro's lawyer, and then he's just part of the family. I think Bobby Cannavale, I think that's how you pronounce his name, is also in the movie. He was good from what I remember. Um... And I mean, it's it's nice seeing, you know, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci and, and Al Pacino and Martin Scorsese working together. It's like all those big names. And, you know, the music that was featured, I liked most of it. You know, it's kind of the same thing as, you know, where most Scorsese movies where they play music from that period. But overall, um, those were really the good things I had to say about it. I mean, everyone gives it their all. But so let's get into the bad stuff. Basically... I found the movie to be a little disappointing, and I say that because, you know, it's, as far as I know, the last movie that De Niro and Pesci and Scorsese all worked together on was Casino, and that was 20, 
God, the movie was released in 95, so at the time of this recording, it's 25 years ago, um, and, you know, Irishman came out a couple months ago, so, you know, it's been about 25 years, as far as I can tell, and Casino was great, uh, Goodfellas is an amazing movie, um, might be my favorite Scorsese movie, but it, it's up there, and, you know, it just, the fact that these guys have all worked together and made really, really high-quality products in the past, um... I was kind of expecting something really, really big and epic with this, and even the trailers for this movie made me maybe expect something like that, but it was just kind of bland and boring in my opinion, and I mean that by, like, the story, it didn't really feel like it, I mean, it didn't really feel like it needed to be told, and there were things about the story, and I'm like, why did you need to tell that? Um, for example, they spend, like, a couple minutes explaining how they're going to drive from, I think it's Philadelphia or New York or something, over to Detroit... Uh, and don't understand why they have to explain that Joe Pesci's wife or likes to smoke, but he won't let her smoke in the car. And some of the editing, I like the editor, you know, uh, Thelma Schoonmaker, I think her name is. She has uh, done, I think most any, every Scorsese film that he's worked on, with probably a couple exceptions, I'm not sure, but, you know, the, some of the editing choices I thought were a little, like I said, like some things are just drawn out, and I don't know why. Um... And it just kind of feels like, you know, he gets involved with the mafia and then they get involved with Jimmy Hoffa and then Jimmy Hoffa gets too big for his britches and so they kill him and that's basically three and a half hours long. Like the first hour of the movie is basically just De Niro getting involved in the mafia and some stuff like them. Like he, he, he goes to court and Ray Romano represents him and it's, you know, I just kind of felt like a lot of it was unnecessary. They could have trimmed a lot of fat, made it probably just a good solid two, two and a half hour long movie, but no, it's three and a half hours. And I just feel like it didn't really earn that runtime. And I was kind of really expecting more because it is Scorsese and, and Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Um, and I, you know, I, I like long Scorsese movies. Like I love the Wolf of Wall Street. I love Goodfellas. Um, I love Silence, which is a really, you know, if you, if you're an outsider looking in, it's a really boring movie, but those movies I felt really justified their running time because The Wolf of Wall Street, it's a three-hour long movie, but it doesn't feel like a three-hour movie because all these things are happening and, you know, you're looking at the screen like, holy crap, these people are doing this. Whereas in The Irishman, it's just, oh, they're they're walking around and doing stuff. And I'm like, eh, okay. But, and then even in Goodfellas, you know, it cut to, you know, Joe Pesci uh, cursing, you know, and, and him getting murdered. And, oh my God, that was another problem I have with this movie is that Joe Pesci does not say the F word at one point during the whole movie. He doesn't give me that classic Joe Pesci that I love, which, you know, I mean, he's older, I get it, but that was one of my complaints. But anyway, additionally, like I said, like with Wolf of Wall Street and, and Silence and Goodfellas, they kind of justified the runtime where I felt like this kind of didn't. That doesn't to say this movie's bad, it just really, I, I just felt like a lot of it could have been trimmed. Like, it, it could have probably survived, made it as a three-hour-long movie and kept my interest, but to be honest, it, just, it really didn't trust my interest that well. There were, there were some good scenes. I really did like the, you know, Jimmy Hoffa, um, the scene where he's trying to, I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he, he really hates this one guy, but he needs him to help get his position back as leader of the union and he needs votes and this guy can get him the votes but the guy hates him and he hates him and thought that was a funny scene uh oh yeah you know i'm never more than 10 minutes late for a meeting and yeah i thought that was a funny scene the writing is pretty okay but like i said it, the, the story is my biggest problem with that movie because everyone gives it their own and gives it their all but you know it just i was expecting more from scorsese and de niro and joe pesci and and all that you know and like i said i don't hate the movie definitely didn't dislike the movie it 
it just kind of felt very mediocre in my opinion. And it, it really disappointed me because I was expecting so much from those, from those people, you know? And, and I mean, it, it, like I said, wasn't bad. I enjoyed parts of it, but overall I just didn't, it didn't live up to the hype, you know? And so basically if I had to give it a, a grade, I'd probably give it like a C minus or a three, no, a 2.5 out of five or a, or a 5.5 out of 10, you know, something like that. I just, I, it didn't live up to me the way that I had hoped it would, you know, because it is Scorsese and De Niro and Pesci and, you know, Al Pacino and like I said, I mean, good performances. Uh, the, the set design was good and everything looked and felt like the fifties and the sixties and everyone gave it their all. It's just, I felt the story, which is the main problem with that movie. But anyway, like I said, didn't, didn't hate it by any means. It is, you know, a mediocre movie, whereas I have good things I like about it and things I don't like about it. So it just, you know, that's, that's my take on it. But, um, what did you think about the Irishman? You know, I know, I think Alec liked it better than I did, but you know, I'm not exactly hundred percent sure. And you know, I'm, I'm, I, my Dylan might've seen it, but, and also I do want to point out that, uh, <laughs> sorry, Scorsese, I watched it on my phone because I just feel like I can actually pay attention to a movie when you know, I'm not looking at my phone. So if the movie's on my phone, I pay attention. Anyway, um, I, you know, didn't hate it, didn't love it. At any rate, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been my review of The Irishman. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to say. Um, oh yeah, so people were saying stuff about the makeup and how this movie makes, uh, and the special effects makes De Niro and Pesci and all them look younger. Honestly, they looked about the same, except like when you see De Niro in the, in the old folks home, when he's talking about the stuff that happened, he kind of just looks like they, it looks like they actually digitally aged him, not de-aged him. Cause when he looks younger, he kind of just looks like De Niro. And I wasn't sure like if he was supposed to be in his forties or fifties or what the deal was, but you know, that that's just something people were hyping up like, Oh, they look so young, but I'm like, mm. and even Scorsese, I remember a quote. He's like, I wasn't able to make this movie for a long time because the technology wasn't there, but I, I just didn't really see what the big deal was. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening so much. We really appreciate the support. Um, I hope you guys, you know, uh, check us out on Facebook, give us a like on Instagram, let us know what you think about, uh, our podcast and, you know, uh, let us know if you've seen any good movies lately. We'd love to hear from you. At any rate, this has been Dan, a quickie with Dan. And, uh, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to check out Alex review of 1917. He did a really good job going very in depth. I didn't, fortunately didn't get a chance to see that movie, but he did a really good job. And, uh, thank you guys for listening. Take care.